This is Daryl W. Perry, host of Free Talk Live. This November, I'll be running in the world's biggest and most popular marathon, the New York City Marathon, and I've accepted a spot on Team Innocence Project because I'm a passionate supporter of their work. Since 1989, 353 people in the United States have been exonerated by DNA testing, including 38 who pled guilty to crimes they did not commit and 20 of whom served time on death row. The Innocence Project provided direct representation or critical assistance in 180 of these cases. With your help, the Innocence Project can help even more people who have been wrongly convicted. As part of Team Innocence Project, I am raising awareness about wrongful convictions and raising funds to help free the innocent. I've already paid the race registration fees. However, to secure my spot on Team Innocence Project in the New York City Marathon, I need to raise $3,500 by November 1st. You can support the Innocence Project and help me secure my race entry by going to run.freetalklive.com. Hey everyone, Rollo McFlugel of Inside McFlugel's Mind here. Moment of Rage is brought to you by Liberty Mugs. We've been writing about libertarianism over at McFlugel.com since 2012. We thought it was time to branch out, so we launched Liberty Mugs. It gives us yet another way to help spread the messages of peace and freedom. We offer mugs with a variety of libertarian themes, which are perfect for helping you continue to talk your friends and coworkers' ears off, even when you have to pause to take a drink. We have fun with our mugs and poke fun at everyone, including libertarians. After all, we take ourselves a little too seriously sometimes. But we also want to help people learn so we offer resources on the site for each mug about its theme. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook and let us know how you like your mug there. Help us make the state obsolete one mug at a time. Back to the show after this. Liberty Mugs. How do you take your liberty? And Hi. Yepi is a person who owns a Macintosh who eats fine quiche and drinks white wine, and that's me. I aspire towards materialism. It's going down and down and down. <laughs> Never stop. Rough week. The Iran Contra affair. That there's nothing I can say that would make the situation right. Last night I ordered U.S. military forces to Panama. Sometimes you have to go above the written law. As I said, I don't know that I did or I don't know that I didn't. Every human life is precious. And, and yet I have to answer, yes, it has been worth it. Got a lot to give and I'll tip my fate. That's right, I'll raise the stakes, roll the dice, risk it twice. It's just a way of life we live, but the rest rested, never tested. They all slept, afraid to make it happen. Some were blown by regrets, and that's the stress of trying to live in a world ruled by a few who make it hard every day to find a way to make a move. Now, now, I don't have to see them all. I know the names and the games that they played, they ain't different, they're the same. I said, everybody, everybody. What's the rule? What's the rule? The whole world together play us off the fools. I said everybody, everybody. What's the rule? What's the rule? The whole world the not petty, not the new. Hey, move it all around and own it all now. Every town and every city, everything is down now. They build it, no doubt, but they build it all to break. And that's what it takes and what they do to keep us in our place. But we're building up, but we won't quit. There's a lot that need to fix or addicted and they. So I cook it up and feed it They ain't feeding for money, no It's not the dough They work it and they search it, yeah For us to grow And that's hard when we're blindfolded And we can't even see Nah, that's what they flash On the big screen To believe is to be a part of something you can't see But believe me, it's realer than anything on TV well, I said everybody, everybody What's the rule? What's the rule? I said, everybody, everybody, what's the rule? What's the rule? Yeah, the whole yeah. world that's 
see it, I believe it All the good I see, that's why they lie to us to beat it And I got that faith in enough to take all the shots I got And I'm just like you, built for this, it don't matter what the odds Not at all, big or small, we here and born to ball I'm out the gym and I still got range how to play the games, why would I when I know it's rigged? And how they teach your kids, you think you're living But you're living in a system that's controlled and known Hey, got free speed zones, and if you think that's wrong And they may send out a drone, that ain't a lie And exactly why we need you, now more than ever Because we're all being used As a pawn for the brook, who works for the queen Who uses us all it sells us a dream It's a trick and it's a trap It's staging, it's rigged And it's time we finally realize They don't care about the kids Not I said everybody What's the rule? The whole world that not had ain't nothing new I said everybody What's the rule? The whole world that that includes me and you I said everybody What's the rule? The whole world that yeah they play us off a I said everybody, everybody, what's the rule, what's the rule, the whole world, the nah, that ain't nothing new, I don't need it, I can see it, I believe it, I don't need it, I can see it, I believe it, I don't need it, I can see it, I believe it, I don't need it, I can see it, I believe it, I don't need it, I can see it, I believe it, I don't need it, I can see it, I believe it. I don't need it, I can see it, I believe it I don't need it, I can see it, I believe it Welcome to Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding It is the fucking 16th of May I have my birthday in like less than a week I'm not going to say how old I am because I've said that on the internet many times and and I kind of it's it's sort of like a scavenger hunt to find my age but it's more interesting to hear people like ask about that sort of thing and it's even more interesting when they get it either wrong um in in such a way that it's like more than a decade off or right in such a way that it's less than a month from being like from being like dead on um but either way that's that's a separate subject like i i just wanted to put it out there so that when i do the housekeeping because it's been a, a while since i've actually recorded one of these as an original show and i feel like i, I sort of let my audience of this show down but Fear not, it, it's it's going to keep continuing. It's 11.30 the previous night, because it's not actually the fucking 16th when I'm recording this. It's the 15th, but um, it's, it's the previous night. I'm exhausted. I just had my last meal of the night, so I have just enough energy to fucking do this. I had a fucking egg sandwich that I made, and... Because, like, I, I do most of my own cooking, and a fucking, like, I, two, what are they called? Beefy Fritos Burritos from Taco Bell. And no, this isn't a sponsored statement. I just go there because, essentially, um, the, like, 450 calories you can get for a dollar is much better per calorie than pretty much any other fast food. Um... So, like, I can get 2,000 calories. Like, I can get my full meal or whatever, my full day, in less money than I would spend on a sandwich most places. So, it's it's uh, it's uh it's not necessarily because it's the best thing ever, even though it's the only format that I've ever really enjoyed Fritos in, because Fritos are ass. Um, but whatever. It's... Taco Bell isn't fucking sponsoring me, and I doubt they ever would since I've gone against Yum Foods many times. Um, so I'm not going to devote any more time to them. That was just a meaningless anecdote that I've fucking started to ramble on. I I I'm exhausted. I've been dealing with so much fucking family lately. Like, the people who are in the know, who know me from Discord and shit, um, who who've been talking to me in more private settings... 
Uh, those people know that uh, that that my father's been somewhat sick lately. Uh, he he pretty much nearly died multiple times from the flu that went around uh, this year, and for basically five months he was he was laid up in in one medical facility or another. So I've been dealing with that. I've been dealing with uh, with with family who uh, who needs assistance uh, in other aspects because essentially. Uh, the the people close to me su- suddenly have a whole lot more to do. I wonder why. Um, and and I've been trying to get everything on the road, uh, with regard to my the rest of my content production. Um, so sh- shit's been insane lately. Is is what I'm trying to get at, and that's not an excuse for me not producing enough content. Um, and and I'm not trying to say that it is. I'm just explaining it. So that you can come to your own conclusions about, you know, whether or not that's good enough for you. Dear listener, um, I always keep this mic, like, fucking two or three inches away from my face. I don't know if that's good or not, but whatever. Um, housekeeping, fucking finally. Because, you know, honestly, though, I should have just said that to begin with. Because that was mostly housekeeping on its own. Um fucking battering ram of good news only this time uh unlike my video titled battering ram of good news uh it's actually persisted for as long as that video implied it would (laughs) i've been getting um a lot of people interested in interviews i've got something coming up to interview somebody for JREV Media, which it has a, a, a campaign called Normalize Cannabis right now. So obviously that's perfect for um for my resist anti drug demagogues shirt. So I'll be I'll be plugging that when I have that interview. But what I've been doing is I have interviews over Google Hangouts um and, and I'm considering also adding Discord hangouts or whatever um for for other purposes but most like more people have a google account than they do a discord uh and so i've been using hangouts as my method for uh for for getting these things done and um and essentially what i've been doing is i've been trying to have open ended conversations with uh as many people of as many different walks of life as possible and i've been trying to have those open ended conversations uh, around skeletons of subjects. Uh, today, uh, for for listeners, not for me recording it right now, because tomorrow is half an hour from now for me. Uh, fucking a little peek behind the curtain there. But today, uh, you will be able to see uh, on my YouTube channel, uh, which is linked in the description, you will be able to see my um, my new news format show and it's going to be like five or six stories of the shit that's happened over the last week and it's going to try and discuss it uh with the same sort of open-ended bullshit as what i've been doing on sunday and that's the open-ended discussion that i've that i was just talking about that and the interviews that have been conducted those are like an hour long a piece uh, but those will all be cross-posted to Minds, uh, DTube, and um, and Facebook, um, and they'll start being streamed on Facebook, on YouTube, and on D Live. Now, D Live is interesting. This also isn't a paid promotion, even though I'll probably make money off of it. Um. DLive is interesting because what what it does is it allows people to use the Steemit upvote system, which is a monetized upvote system, uh, to to earn cryptocurrency while they stream. And why that's interesting is multiple reasons. In 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 my case, first off, I say some really controversial shit. Um, that's bound to piss a whole lot of people off, and that's bound to get people watching the stream. Um, additionally, uh, it's D Live in general has sort of turned into a Twitch like platform because the primary people recording over there. Let me release some gas from my bowels real quick. The people 
recording over there are mostly gamers. The people doing their streams are mostly um are mostly trying to uh to to use it sort of like Twitch and it became that because Twitch has really sort of censorious policies and because they don't do cryptocurrency whereas this platform allows you to use the upvote system and also just gift cryptocurrency. So I hope that y'all uh, find your way over to my DLive, especially if you already have a Steam, and especially if you're one of the whales come to bless my stream with some funds. But either way, like, uh, it's going to be on DLive, um, DTube, and uh, DLive, DTube, fucking YouTube, Facebook, uh, and BitChute, and Mines, fucking all these platforms. I'm going to need a secretary soon just so that I can do this shit, but... Um, it's like every, every one of these like sort of long streams and every one of my interviews and shit for the state smash podcast, which I'll be submitting soon, by the way, uh, which another piece of housekeeping, you know, to keep this nice and disjointed and off topic, um, is, is that moment of rage is now officially on Google play and iTunes. So you can find me uh, on those fucking things, which I've never been on, and it feels goddamn weird to see my name in a Google Play whatever, but whatever. I'm sure I'll get used to the shit. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So it'll be on all these other platforms, too. Uh, and, and it'll be streamed to uh, the streaming platforms like YouTube, Facebook, all that shit. It'll be streamed there. Uh, from from a an uh, Nginx server, which uh, Chance the guy I think was his name on on DTube. Uh, I think it might have been a D live stream though. I'm not sure. I don't give a fuck really. Uh, had a tutorial on how to set up. So I I set up one of these things, and if my bandwidth holds up, which is a major fucking if, right? But if my bandwidth holds up. I should be able to stream uh, to everywhere at once. And I should be able to do it from a Google Hangouts because I should be able to just have a blank Hangout that I use. Um, but either way, this will be a very interesting sort of experiment in technology at the same time as being sort of interesting to see if people are, well, interested. You know, just so that I can use that word a lot. Um, but either way... My news show will be on that, and so will Shit Shooting Sunday, which, if you haven't had a chance to check that out, just Google Shit Shooting Sunday as one word, and you'll find that, because uh, I, I, I designed these things to be easily searchable, which, to keep it nice and disjointed, apparently I'm the most popular Jeremiah Harding on Google, so whatever, I guess I just need to tell people my name and say, hey, Google me, you can find me, I'll be one of those douchebags who says, like, hook up with me on LinkedIn or whatever. Um, man, this has gotten really off the rails really soon in because there's so much to fucking talk about. Like it's, it's all good news at the beginning here. Um, I, I'm affiliated on steam it with a network called information war, which encourages people to go against the mainstream media narrative. I'm, you know, doing that so that I can assist this movement and also, uh, get, get some funding from it. Because they have a curation trail, which means that they automatic that they have people who have agreed to automatically upvote whatever they upvote. Um, which, by the way, if you want to join my curation trail and just boost a bunch of people who deserve it, feel free. Um, what was I going to say? Right. So this this curation trail. Uh, among two others uh, is is something that I'm supporting. The information war thing uh, has has its own Steemit account. You can go over to steemit.com forward slash at symbol information war and find them there. Uh, they have a Discord where they can explain everything to you on how to do everything, get everything set up. Uh, what else? Fucking something. And the other two uh, things that that are similar that I that I'm a member of are DLive 24 Hour, which wants to get a 24 hour schedule together going of DLive streams that people can check into. Um, additionally, D uh, what is it? D Unite, where uh, it's it's people trying to boost people on DTube and DLive in general, uh, and try to get their posts where they should be. 
Um, because there's so many fucking just like bullshit fake memes there that a lot of the content isn't very good. And it is a sort of meritocratic system if it's done properly, but there are a lot of ways that people can just manipulate the system and ham out a bunch of fucking bullshit currency because they decided that they were going to throw out a bunch of fucking cultural appropriated memes where they fucking grabbed it off of somebody else's page and just reposted it to their own. But whatever, you know, I'm not going to be all salty about Steam it right now. It's doing good things for me for the moment. Uh, check me out over there, steamit.com forward slash at symbol insanity is free if you want the updates. So, now that that, oh, fuck, there's more I forgot about. I don't have a thing written down. Maybe I should get a thing and write down what I'm going to discuss. Because this is already like 14 minutes into the recording, and I forgot to say, we got our first Patreon patron. And one right after that. So I will now guaranteeably make uh, $19 a month. So thank you to the uh, to the people who have done that. Um, I would love anybody uh, else uh, who wanted to support my effort uh, to do that as well. Uh, what else am I forgetting? Damn. Oh, yeah. If, if my shit starts doing well enough, I'm going to start a cooking thing and a gaming thing as well. Because I'm already not distracted enough. And adding yet more to my schedule and things that I have to do is obviously a really great way to stay in shape. So, uh, those things. Am I good now? I don't know. I have to talk to the real me. Fucking Megadeth reference for you guys. Uh, yeah. So that I think that's I think that's it for the good news so far. Uh there's probably more. See that's the real fucking problem. Once it starts happening, I, I I stop having as much of an excuse to be a pessimist because it keeps on fucking happening. But I, I need to temper all of this and tell myself, hey, you know, this is really great for now, but it's not necessarily gonna be as good in the future. So I have to keep on trucking. Uh, what was I going to say that's relevant here? Right. Okay. So, now to the actual moment of fucking rage. <sighs> this week, uh, people are freaking out over Trump leaving the Iran deal. Well, the, the U.S. government or whatever. All while... Essentially, the U.S. ramps up for more war in, in, in Iran. People are concerned over a nuclear deal. A nuclear deal where Iran has not been demonstrated to have any nukes, and the only country to have ever fucking used them is browbeating somehow foreign dictators for not using them properly? For not storing them properly? What? What? There, there's so much wrong. That's, that's the reason that my shit is going to be self-sustaining soon. Because there's so much wrong, I could just sit here in front of my mic and read shit. Like, I, I just auto-tweeted this thing out. Um, because I auto-tweet from antiwar.com, Truthstream Media, The Corbett Report, uh, The Free Thought Project, uh, uh, what else? There's something else. I forget. Activist post. I, I auto-tweet all of those sites. And, um... And... This article just rolled across. Uh, it was originally posted at Tom Dispatch. And I'm just gonna read the first several paragraphs. As I was pulling the finishing... Putting the finishing touches on my new book, The Costs of War, and this is by Tom Engelhart, um project at Brown University's Watson Institute published an estimate of the taxpayer dollars that will have gone into America's war on terror from September 12, 2001 through fiscal year 2018. That total, <clears throat> cool, $5.6 trillion, including the future costs of caring for our war vets, on average, that's at least $23,386 per taxpayer. Keep in mind that such figures, however eye-popping, are only the dollar costs of our wars. They don't 
for instance, include the psychic costs to the Americans mangled in one way or another in those never-ending conflicts. They don't include the cost to this country's infrastructure, which has been crumbling while taxpayer dollars flow copiously and, and in a remarkably in these years almost uniquely by partisan fashion into what's still laughably called national security. That's not, of course, what would make most of us more secure, but what would make them the denizens of national security state ever more secure in Washington and elsewhere. We're talking about the Pentagon, the Department of Homeland Security, the U.S. nuclear complex, and the rest of that state within a state, including its many intelligence agencies and the warrior corporations that have, by now, been fused into that vast and vastly profitable interlocking structure. In reality, the costs of America's wars still spreading in the Trump era are incalculable. Just look at photos of the cities of Ramadi or Mosul in Iraq, Raqqa or Aleppo in Syria, Sirte in Libya, or Marawi in the southern Philippines, all in ruins in the wake of the conflicts Washington set off in the post-9-11 years and try to put a price on them. Those views of mile upon mile of rubble often without a building still standing untouched, should take anyone's breath away. Some of those cities may never be fully rebuilt, and how could you even begin to put a dollars and cents value on the larger human costs of those wars, the hundreds and th uh, thousands of dead, the tens of millions of people displaced in their own countries or sent as refugees fleeing across any border in sight? How could you factor in the way those masses of uprooted peoples of the greater Middle East and Africa are unsettling other parts of the planet. Their presence, or more accurately, a growing fear of it, for instance, has helped fuel an expanding set of right-wing populist movements that threaten to tear Europe apart. And who could forget the role that those refugees, or at least fantasy versions of them, played in Donald Trump's full-throated successful pitch for the presidency? What in the end might be the cost of that? I would recommend going to the site and looking up this article and reading it, or you could just go to my Twitter if you get to it in time and, you know, before it gets buried in a sea of my other tweets, and look up An Empire of Nothing at All, a staggeringly well-funded blowback machine. Um, to read an article that's basically saying what I've been saying the whole time I've been doing this show. Because... Um, those of you who are ardent listeners and who have been paying attention for a long time, those of you who have been following this show from the beginning through thick and thin, through post and not post, um, will remember how many times I've brought up the fact that the whole refugee argument could be solved by stopping making them. Um, that the right-wing and left-wing assholes who push these sorts of globalist and militaristic policies for the sort of U.S. and uh, international global hegemony uh, that, that basically forces the corporate ideals of Western imperialism down the throat of the entire world um, at the cost of human life and liberty has essentially displaced and fucked up a lot of people's lives. Uh, and those people are flooding into countries that aren't their home uh, at... <laughs> Staggering rates. Those people having a flow of like hundreds of thousands uh, a week um, and and into these nations that have really, really tiny populations, um, but even smaller fucking infrastructure, infrastructure which can't hold them all. Um, you know, and, and you remember, like, the rest of the U.S. policy essentially does the same thing to everyone. Let me get a drink of water before my throat collapses. Um, it does the same to everyone. It, um, it does the same to foreign uh, immigrants from Mexico. It does the same uh, to the displaced people in the Gaza Strip when it, you know, finally uh, realizes more of its pro-Israel policies. It does it uh, to, to the homeless in our own country by caring, by caring more about the militaristic might of the complex that has been very profitable to its, you know, essentially masters for a really long time. 
uh, they they slowly bleed the country of all of its resources so that it can go and be a, a cog in the machine, a series of cogs to force ever forward the U.S. agenda at the expense of human life and liberty. You know, if if that was a sentence and not just a run on anyway, y'all get the point. The point is that the priorities are spending money there. The prior well, currency, whatever, Federal Reserve debt notes. The priority is spending it there. It's not to assist the people who need it here. It's not to clean up any messes. It's not to get us out of the Middle East like Donald Trump said he would. Uh, it's not to, you know, drain the swamp. It's not for hope. It's not for, for, for fucking dreams. It's not for audacity. It's not for mission accomplished. It's not for, you know, cigars. This sort of thing has been happening for a really long time. 30,000 Sudanese people killed by Clinton. Uh, Countless people slaughtered under Bush's uh, war on terror. Um, You know, some of them having permanently disfigured families and lives from depleted uranium. Um, Countless people slaughtered under Obama's drone program. And countless more is set to be slaughtered in similar or the same ways by the Trump administration. And the machine marches ever onward. And somehow... I'm going to get more water here. Somehow, there are refugees. Somehow, there are displaced masses. Somehow, with no place to return to... They stick around in the first world that fucked them up in the first place. Somehow, there's resentment. Somehow, there's violence. Somehow, that builds and, like, stacks on top of itself until people are threatening jihad upon peaceful civilians, or at least civilians who think they're peaceful, but tacitly support a terrible and oppressive structure of imperialism that spreads like a virus, like a cancer, across the globe. Uh, I mean, I'm saying somehow because it's amusing, but we all know how that happens. It happens because people don't pay fucking attention. They don't look at the consequences of what they do, and they don't look at how their decisions impact the world. So when they think that they're just supporting Trump because he can drain the swamp and make America great again, both slogans that bear very little... Uh, resemblance to anything approaching a realistic conclusion uh, or, or, or game plan, um, they fail to realize that they're going to support the same sort of left-right march that has been happening for years. And don't think you're going to be done with Trump in four years either. You're going to have Trump for eight years, leftists. This is the uh, the, the grave you dug by accepting these sorts of partisan politics, instead of realizing that Clinton and Bush were the same, and then, you know, saying, hey, maybe this Obama cat isn't exactly what we need, um, you know, you made the same mistake that people made with Trump, only for the opposite party. And you voted for Obama, and you made him uh, very popular with, you know, pretty much everybody in your circles. Um the African-American vote constantly going to the Democrats in terms of presidents by over 90% regularly, Um, at least those who do vote. Like, nobody still won. Nobody for president still fucking won and wins almost every time. Uh, But basically, um, people aren't willing to to analyze this shit. They're not willing to look at history. They're not willing to look at 30,000 dead Sudanese. They're not willing to look at even more dead in, uh, in, in Bush's war in in wars in the Middle East. They're not willing to look at the CFR funding the Soviet-Afghan conflict. They're not willing to look at any of this shit because it's uncomfortable and inconvenient. Um, So I I just thought I'd get that out there. You know, I I thought I'd get it out there that maybe the solution and the the, the good future of, 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 of the world isn't going to be wrought from people seeking the same bullshit that they've always sought and this trump pulling out of the iran so fucking what he'll be back in it next week 
like like his you know let's just take the guns first and due process later bullshit that ended the next the next fucking week didn't it that ended real fucking quick too quick for me to make a t-shirt on it right i i mean i could still do that of course because the idea of making that statement as a republican president is fucking laughable anyway but you know the the fundamental notion of voting for change should be appalling and also laughable to anyone who's been paying attention. The idea that you can get somebody in there to drain the swamp um, and, and that they'll do it even when all signs point to no, even when Alex Jones goes against his guy, right? People are still on board and people will still be on board. Even Alex Jones will probably be back on board the Trump train, uh, you know, being a trumpet, being just loud and obnoxious um, in no time because it's profitable, because it makes people feel good to think that all they have to do is take a prefabricated side. All they have to do is be Coke or Pepsi and they can, you know, take an equal hand in the cola wars. Well, you can't. You fucking can't. You can't. And it won't happen, and you look stupid while you do it. All right? I, I, I can't emphasize this enough. People need to realize that essentially what they're fueling, what they're funding, what they're constantly supporting by doing what they do is an empire that does not give a fuck about them with, with reference to anything but how much they can rake in, how productive they can be as a civilian. Um, you know, as, as a tax cattle with a barcode, a social security number, a fucking pin for every account, a social media thing to make sure that all their viewpoints are nice and collated in case the trains ever need to come round up any people for, for, for yet more camps. Like, cause don't forget your country, Americans, your country has internment camped people before and based on race and, uh, and political background, Right. They've internment camped people uh, before. They will do it again. It's not exactly like you you, you you can ignore history and have it go away forever. The same sorts of mentalities that led to the mistakes of the past are here still, and they've found ways to refine them, make them more profitable. This is real. This is fucking stunningly real. And, uh, and, and the more distractions that pile up the more Logan and Jake Paul bullshit that, 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 that the media and elites can manufacture, the fucking better for them. Because guess what? They get to sit there while all their shit runs on autopilot. They get to, you know, do their photo shoot. They get to do their very short video session. They get to get away with it. And why? Well, maybe because people don't look behind the curtain. They aren't interested in that. They're much more interested in the latest manufactured bullshit. People know more about Ninja, this Twitch streamer, saying nigger than they do about, you know, most of global politics. People know more about, about PewDiePie being a racist than they do about most global politics. People know more about how Trump lifted his water to his face than they do about most global politics. You know, and this isn't new. People knew more about the, the, the uh, you can't be racist to white people trope that m pretty much nobody believed. Um, they knew more about uh, safe spaces. They knew more about Obama's, you know, silly walks than they did about global policy. They always do this. The elites always corner you. They always keep you in the dark and feed you bullshit because they think you're a fucking mushroom and they think you're going to spread spores and make everybody around you just as fucking high on your own exhaust as, as, as you are. They think you're stupid. Are you? Are you dumb enough to do what they want you to? Well, that's a good question because this isn't new. They've been doing this sort of propaganda for a really long time, right? They've been doing this sort of thing uh, since since the days of Goebbels. They've been doing the public school system, which is called school because it's named after the German uh, language word from the Prussian school system that was imported to help control children and therefore adults that they turn into. They, they've got you stamped. 
They've got you marked. They've got you branded. They've got you hauled into into shoots. They've got you fucking like collated, shoved in a data set, and fucking ready for sale at any given point. And they do it so easily just by manipulating your fears. So one of the first obvious solutions is to turn off the fucking TV and open some, you know, internet research up. You know, the second solution is to live your life sustainably enough that you can, you know, exist without the corporate structure that they want to put on you. But none of this will happen, right? None of this will happen on a global scale while people still aren't responsible for their actions, while they still think that they can delegate responsibility to other parties. You know, and I'm guilty of this in some ways. I was start starting this video uh, with talking about how I went to Taco Bell, uh, a Monsanto-enabled corporation through Yum Foods, similar to KFC and, and Pizza Hut, and, and it's all run through the same corporations that do Mountain Dew and Frito-Lay. Um, and, it's, and it's very obviously a part of the corporatocracy, and it's very obviously delegating the responsibility for preparing my own meals to somebody else. You know, I'm not innocent of this, and I still have parts of my life that I proverbially need to cleanse. You know, I, got, I posted recently on my Facebook and got a surprisingly huge... Well, I would say surprisingly, but I don't talk about this much, so I wasn't very surprised, but some other people were. A surprisingly huge amount of people who were, like, disagreeing with this. Um, I posted, Atheism isn't a religion. Um, and, and people freaked out, uh, a lot of them. Uh, they said, you know, P atheism is a religion. The, you know, the U.S. government says so uh, when they, the cases that they cited were bullshit. Uh, atheism is a religion. You know, the, uh, it, it's, it's relegare, you know, ignoring the original etymology of the, of the word. They, they say all this bullshit. They make sure that you, uh, that, 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 you, that you keep your eyes closed. But I, I bring that up because just saying that one little thing um, reminded me of something. It reminded me that I used to be a Christian. It reminded me that I used to proselytize to people, to try and get them on board with Christ. And I remember a verse here. I remember all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And I think that still holds true with regard to statism. I think that most people are still at least a little bit statist, um, and I think that most people still need to cleanse themselves, proverbially speaking. Because the way I talk about politics and most issues, especially on a logical level, is related to, you know, my upbringing. My upbringing was essentially very preacher-like, they wanted me to be the next Billy Graham. They had me memorizing Bible verses. I, um, you know, I've read the the Bible back to front like three times, right? So, um, that like that 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 sort of evangelical spirit is still in me, and I've been trying to preach anarchy. That's what that's what I've been, you know, pushing so hard on my other platforms, and realistically, um. The, 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 the curse of statism is that it gets people to not consider their actions in the same way that sort of sin, like, to, to pull a Jordan Peterson, archetypally would. Only, of course, I'll pronounce archetypal right, because that bugs the fuck out of me. Um, but sin affects people in the same way that I would argue statism does on a philosophical level. Because what statism is, is it's basically it's out of my hands i don't have to pay attention to it i pay my taxes don't arrest me i do you know it, when people equivocate being like a tax paying american um to to being an ethical person to being an upstanding and logical and virtuous person they're essentially giving up and they're saying that i can't be upstanding and virtuous on my own it's the same thing with um with people who, who, who virtue signal, who lament other people in their same bracket and try to like sort of disassociate by w with them to elevate uh, 
themselves in that same position. Um, it's when people try to 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 move responsibilities onto other parties that things change for the worse. When when people and and you know I I know this from from very close experience, but basically people have a hard time disconnecting themselves from what they do. Um, sorry, from, from like the consequences of what they do from themselves um, in any other way than the same sort of proxies that have always existed. Um, but when you bring up one of those proxies, uh, suddenly it's okay. When, when, when you're doing something because the government told you to, it's acceptable. It's ethical. And I would argue that it, it isn't. It isn't ethical because somebody said so it is it's 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 only ethical because you can prove that it has merit and you can back that up right but most people aren't willing to look at it that way they don't want to look at it that way because it's much more difficult when you have uh, a state that you could utilize to justify not utilizing it um so this is going to be a sort of short one but my, my my hope is that as many of you as possible can can sort of break away from that statist system, break away from that statist machine, and think for yourself. Educate your friends and family, right? Get them on board. Because thinking for yourself is going to be a good first step. Thinking that Obama can't solve your problems, that Trump can't solve your problems, that nobody can solve your own problems but you and that passing the buck to somebody else is never going to result in a better life for you. That's a step to happiness, in my opinion. And, and it's observable. And it's, you know, it's codifiable. It's, it's got a, a serial number etched into the walls of the, uh, you know, the, the halls of history that you can go back through. The, 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 the further people disconnect themselves from their actions, the worse things get. Because you put things in other people's hands and you can't hold them yourselves. And we wonder why people aren't held accountable. Well, maybe because people aren't holding anything. Maybe because they're not holding anything nearly as tightly as their own convictions, as their own biases. Maybe there needs to be some sort of, like, revival of personal thought. And then a revision of that personal thought. Because philosophy can't operate on the same sort of religious precepts that it always has. It can't operate on the same sort of, of tribalist bullshit that it's always done. It needs to operate on a future tense. And it needs to understand that until we're willing to stand up and realize that everything that we've done in history has its basis in error, we can finally start to move forward to a better future. And that's what I want to leave you with. I want to leave you with the idea that the power is in your hands to make a better future than anything anybody has imagined. And I also want to leave you with the idea that unless you're willing to stand up, and unless everybody you know is willing to stand up, and everybody who they know is willing to stand up, unless this spreads like an equally competitive virus to what the state does, there will be rivers of blood. There will be torrents of the dead when they finally act on their wishes from the Georgia Guidestones. When they finally reduce the billions of people on this planet to the harmony with the earth that they wanted to be, that being them hiding in their bunkers while, while setting off the end of the world as we know it, whether that be biological or, you know, nuclear or what, what, what have you. It's going to end really fucking badly if we trust these motherfuckers who have been historically the most corrupt and abusive and vindictive people to be the ones that make our decisions for us. And that's what I want to leave you with. Educate your friends. Educate your family. Educate everyone you give a fuck about and everyone you don't give a fuck about. 
Talk to people. Spread the information. Fight it like a war. Because that's what it is. And you can't get out of it by burning your draft card and saying, I don't have an opinion. This has been Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding signing the fuck out. Tell me why I'm the one Who's always soaked in bleach Self-destructive, self-loathing Hating everything Tell me why